This is the Closer and Closer podcast, where we bring creatives from all over the world together for you to learn from, relate to, and be inspired by. As fun as creativity is, we know it can get really lonely. So our LA-based agency is bridging that gap with weekly conversations with inspiring creatives to help you grow your career. Let's get started. Welcome to the Closer and Closer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Andrea Mejia Madriz, and I'm a part of the Artist Marketing and Partnerships team here at Closer and Closer. And I have back with me my wonderful co-host, Kate Vance. Thanks, Andrea. I'm Kate Vance. I'm the director of the Artist Marketing Partnerships teams. But enough about me, because it's my pleasure to introduce today's guests with an S. Ooh, spicy. We've got Katie Johnson and Alana Griffo. Did I say it right? The last name Griffo? Yes, <laughs> they, they are the tag team behind Good Type. I'm sure all of you have heard of Good Type. After running their own successful art businesses, the two artists met via DM and joined forces virtually from their homes in New York and Texas. They share a drive to help other artists pursue their passions and take the fear out of business because they believe everyone deserves to love their job. Welcome to the pod. Welcome. Hey, thanks. We're thanks so- for having us. That was so well said. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm glad. I, I, it's a, I read it. It's, I wish that I could just like <laughs> off the dome, like say that that eloquently, but I'm not that good. Sorry. Well, I mean, you did it with I grace. knew that. Yeah. And I knew that, but nobody else needs to know that. Well, then, now yeah. they know too. Well, we can edit it out. Under <laughs> no secrets here. <laughs> we don't like any secrets. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited to have both of you on. We've been talking kind of behind the scenes for a bit now. And honestly, I was just itching for the conference announcement so that we could have you all on the pod because we <laughs> definitely wanted that to happen first. I'm sorry. Could you say that again? What'd you say? Conference? <laughs> Am I saying it correctly? Yeah. I think, it gotten, it? I think I've gotten pretty good at saying it like... Um, Current friends. Like letting it like, flow, you know, not getting yeah. tripped up. You've got to be like a real nerd about this stuff to understand what conference <laughs> means. Like you, it, yeah. this is, when people talk about niches, this is a niche. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's totally the point. It's like a big waving flag to our nerd kingdom. <laughs> Come find us. And we all have to then explain it to our moms who just kind of give us like a blank stare. My mom did. <laughs> but, well, Because they're probably like, are you like, trying job, to say honey. conference, but you forgot how to say conference? What happened? Are you okay? Are you feeling all I right? Saw, yeah. I saw somebody in a comment saying, oh, are you presenting at the conference? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty That's good, really actually. Good. That's really good. Awesome. Andrea, I know you, we've got a whole bunch of uh, questions, but what if we just jump into the conference one first? It's really <laughs> hard to it. say in a sentence that smoothly. <laughs> We're just making everybody sound ridiculous. It's like our little joke <laughs> on everybody. Like I when I, I went to Bonnaroo and they had all the different stages were named like uh, this stage, that stage, what stage, oh, which yeah. stage. So when you were talking to your friends, you had to be like, I'll be at which stage? And they're yeah. like, who's on first? <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, I mean, let's just start off right off the bat, like the big thing going on here. The big reason why we wanted to have you on is the conference. Can you tell us a little bit about, I mean, first of all, who you guys are, give us a little bit of background and then how you kind of came up with the idea of the conference and where that was born from. Take us on a journey. Yeah. We'll take you on a journey. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to answer uh, it? Who's going to go yeah, first? You know what? 
We've got a natural flow. Just kidding. On, virtually, it's very hard to know who should talk. But in person, I think we're pretty good at it. But I'll I'll do a little backstory of how we became a part of the Good Type team. And then Please. maybe Katie can talk about um, the sprout of the idea for the conference. Awesome. Is a sprout right for corn? It's like, uh, is that how it starts? Because oh, I feel like, like that would kernel, be the kernel. Like a kernel. Kernel. Yeah. yeah. The kernel of an works. idea. That's. Well, that's Even if it's not right, it is it. right. I love now that. it is. Okay, so Katie and I actually met, like like you said, in DMs. Actually, I'm pretty sure that I found Katie's work through seeing her featured on Good Type. And I was like, <laughs> that girl seems pretty cool. So she had posted that she was working on a licensing course. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I'm going to plan one too. Like, I can't wait to take yours. And awesome. she wrote me back and was like, let's work together on this course. We could reach more people. We'll have fun working together. And it ended up being really successful. And we were had a lot of fun. Uh, we had never met in person. We just started working together. And after the success of the course, we were like on a phone call one day. And we we're like, I guess, I guess we'll start a business together. Like maybe like an LLC or something. And <laughs> we just kind of naturally fell into this business. And so we ended up a couple years later doing a collaboration with Bodhi, the founder of Good Type. And she asked us after the collaboration, it was like an affiliate partnership. After the collaboration was over, she was like, hey, uh, can I ask you guys some questions? And we were like, yeah, she's probably going to ask us like what platform we used or how we do X, Y, Z. But instead she was like, uh, I love what you do and I'm ready to move on to some other creative projects. Would you like to be the co-owners of Good Type? <laughs> And we're Talk like, about yeah, like, yeah. A we were like texting question. each other under the table, like, what, <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> it was so great, and so we spent like a couple months just talking with Bodhi about like what her vision was and what she liked about what we were doing and how it would change. And she remains an advisor to us, and we constantly actually she lives in the same city as uh, Katie does, but we constantly are checking with her and making sure that things are aligned. And she's mm -hmm. such a great supporter. And now the work that she's doing feels so authentic to her. And she's so excited to have that time freed up. I mean, she was managing this all by herself for like yeah. 10 years. So it's endeavor. really great to have her support. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> so we basically, our goal was to come with this education piece that we were teaching and bring it to the Good Type community, which was mm -hmm. really a place for connection and inspiration. And so mm -hmm. Uh, when we started working on that, obviously we made like a ton of lists of ideas of what we wanted to see. And Katie really had this little kernel of an idea to have more of a community event and really build this community more offline. So I'll let Katie take take that idea from here. Yeah, I think we we always knew it was kind of like inevitable that we'd want to do a conference at some point. But I was um, reading the How I Built This book. I love that podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was reading the book on like a trip in Hawaii. And I was like, oh, man, this is like I feel really passionate about um, doing more just like things to bring people together. And then it's so funny. We were like, what? What would it be called if we're like bringing people closer, closer <laughs> together? And they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> the Kern friends. No, it didn't uh, come that quickly. Um, but it did come out of a brainstorm with my husband, as most good things do. Um, the name Shout just presented husband. itself. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. 
Um, <laughs> no, he's great to wordsmith with and go back and forth. But we came up with the Kern Friends, and then all other names were thrown out the window. I called Alana the next morning, and I was like, okay, are you sitting down? He's <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Life. Yeah, but um, we're really excited uh, to – have this kind of inaugural (laughs) um, good type event. We've been doing some workshops and some smaller events and kind of testing the waters in that way. And good. And uh, Bodhi had done some of that um, with good type before, but this is our really our first foray into something of this size. And in the future, we would love to do like in-person or hybrid event. Um, Mm. But we're doing our best with this event to kind of simulate as much as you can Mm -hmm. that electricity of an in-person event and give people more opportunities to like actually engage with each other and not just sit back Mm -hmm. and watch. Um, That was something really important to us. So yeah, we're really excited. It's going to be November 1st through 4th. Awesome. Well, we're definitely yeah. going to put a whole bunch of links in uh, the podcast episode and so people can find it because uh, Drew Milton is actually going to be speaking on one of the panels at um, who's the founder of Closer and Closer. Really excited. He's going to be speaking alongside the uh, owner of Snyder, right? Uh, on that panel. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. remember the name yeah. of it. I think it's like agents, right. like, how to work with an agent or something like mm-hmm. that. Sure. Um, I'm that trying to remember perfect. off the top of my it's head. always like, a top question that we hear. So <laughs> yeah. we were right. like, we've got to have a, a talk about this. Right. So is this really the first year that you're doing conference? This is an actual. So you've done like similar events. What made you like go from like, hey, we actually need to not just have another like smaller gathering. We want to do like a full blown conference because like that's a that's a that's a big leap. And there's you know, it's just you two really with an advisor. And then you're like embarking on a conference, which is not a small endeavor. (laughs) Yeah. So we actually this is our first year as the co-owners of Good Type. So we just started in January. In January, coincidentally, we had already planned a summit called Artist to Author, which was similar uh, in the sense that it was a larger audience and a lot of speakers over like four or five days, mm-hmm. but definitely simpler. Um, and it was all about how to get a book deal as or how you could get a book deal, whether it's self-published or not. Um, as an artist. And it was so much fun. And so that was kind of a great way also to test the waters. But over the past eight months, we've done workshops and things like that. But yeah, this is the first inaugural uh, current friends. It's the first time we're doing it or anything of this endeavor. But I will say we do have another team member, Emily, who is our social media manager. Uh, but I would definitely call her something like of higher stature than that, yeah. like chief of of content or something, because She's really, really helping us. I mean, mm. managing DMs alone is like a full-time job. So mm-hmm. uh, sorry if we haven't responded to you. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's she's been so helpful. So it's not just us. We have a lot of support. And like Katie said, uh, you know, we should employ her husband full-time because he really he brings <laughs> the, the electricity with um, whenever Katie's working on copy, which is really great. So, yeah, it's definitely a big undertaking, but we're stoked and – we're learning a lot as we go. Ooh. I personally have like a huge spot in my heart for conferences because I have made some like long lasting friends and like I conferences like literally changed the trajectory of my career. Mm, like going really? to Letter West was such a huge moment um, for me that the conference that Becca Clayson put on mm-hmm. um, and she did a retreat and a conference. Um a couple of times and um, just meeting 
other people in lettering and like getting to have that IRL off of Instagram experience was like I I finally knew that I was definitely on the right path mm. and in the mm. right group and um so that was huge for me and and I definitely feel like I always encourage people to go find their people in person or at you know I know this is a virtual event but we're going to try and make those connection opportunities happen so it's just such a a thing that you carry with you for your career and and a a seedling to build upon a kernel <laughs> it's Absolutely. so it's so funny that you say that because looking back at my experiences at conferences I've always had really good experiences and learned a lot and I've spoken at a couple or done workshops and I've gone to one on my own where I didn't know anyone else going and it was really great but when Katie first told me the idea of like putting on an in-person event, I was like, Mm-mm, mm, nope, that mm. sounds like so much work, especially because I have little kids at home and, you know, the panini press that we've been living in for so long. <laughs> um, but Katie really was like, okay, like I totally, she was so respectful and she's really helped me to get pumped about, especially doing it virtually this year to like kind of figure things out. But I think also one of the great things about the virtual or hybrid experience is that if you're introverted or have social anxiety, like you have this little safe barrier that you can go Mm -hmm. behind and you can meet someone and there will be so many ways to connect Mm -hmm. in the chat where you can like, like look at Katie and I, we never met in person until like two years into our business. You've still only seen each other once in person. (laughs) That's why. Only (laughs) one time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I forget. Well, you guys seem Uh, like long, long besties, like you've been friends forever. I know. It feels like that. Yeah. I mean, we talk probably five or six times a day, like at least. (laughs) Do you just have like FaceTime up on your devices at all times? We actually don't FaceTime really, but we do Marco sometimes. Oh, Oh, yeah. Nice. Very nice. Uh, So real quick, when it comes to this conference, uh, who's supposed to come? And I know that's really silly to even say that out loud because of the name of it. But who is the ideal person to come to this conference? Who do you want to come to it? Say type lovers. Um, so, you know, you can be uh, a calligrapher. You can be a type designer. You can be a lettering artist. Um, and you can do that part-time, full-time as a hobby. If you like letters and like type, then you'll enjoy it. And everybody's invited. Um if you're in an adjacent, uh, like if you're more of a graphic designer, I think there's still a lot that you would get out of it, um, especially because we are, um, in addition to like talking about skill building when it comes to type, we also have a lot of speakers talking about um, business and mm. career building, which can apply across a lot of different fields. That makes a ton of sense. I was going to say, because some of the speakers on there, for instance, you got, I, I can't remember Tim's last name, but he's like TikTok famous. I, he's like I in the corporate like, world. But like, he, that's, Chusano? That's, yeah, that's, that that's, really that sounds good. about right. That was really Chusano? close. I definitely don't know he how to say his last name. But I, I was, when I saw him as one of the speakers on one of the panels, he's like got his own section. I was like, this, it, it, what does he have to do with uh, anything yeah. related to type? Yeah, I I really wanted to have him on because I think that building a personal brand is such an asset, especially when you're working in-house. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, because then you have like something to bring anywhere you go. And I think that's what Tim has done so well. And he also talks about, I mean, he works in the advertising field, but he talks about the importance of partnership and community and like building a team you love, regardless if the work is like kind of bland, like you can make it cool by working with cool people. And I really love that approach because I worked at a very stale Uh, art director job and I had this really bad attitude about it and looking back I'm like so appreciative of that experience but I wish I had had this like wow this is such a cool experience it's funding me as I build my business on the side I get to try new things I get to work with these people body body blah and I just feel like he does a really wonderful job of showing you how a personal brand is important regardless it's like the new resume a personal brand right like Mm. follow me on TikTok then hire Mm -hmm. me um but also just like in building skill sets that you can bring anywhere and just bringing your best energy to the office, whatever that looks like. All the skills that he's using on TikTok are helping him in his day job and vice versa. That is so I'm really excited such to hear a from great him. answer. And like, I, I was like, that, honestly, my instincts were like, this is going to be an exciting chat regardless, because he's a very yeah. interesting guy. But like, yeah. I think that's there, it just kind of digs down into like some of the why for some of the speakers on the panel. And like, even if you're not a type nerd, which is a really good thing to be, you still will be able to t- extract a ton of value from different people totally. that are on these panels. So that's really cool. And it was it was so cool when when I wrote Tim and he like immediately wrote back was like, this sounds amazing. Totally. I'll be there. And to hear the response, one of the things that was really important to Katie and I when we were finding uh, the lineup was to find both pe- people that everyone wants to hear from, but not people that everyone has already heard from. And so mm. while we love the people everyone has already heard from, we really wanted to also leave room for um, like the underdog or the people who we really think should be on your radar or the people who like deserve more attention. And I think that's exactly what good type was before uh, and hopefully still is, is a place where people can get a big feature. I mean, not that we can promise a job from it or something, mm-hmm. but that makes you feel really good to have your work recognized by your peers when on your own page, you wouldn't have gotten that. And so we have some artists that maybe people have never heard of or like a handful have heard of, but we're so excited for more people to hear about them. Totally. Mm-hmm. And when we were working with the Hood Sisters from Hoodspa on our branding, um, they kind of called us the indie collective of type mm. and we loved that. And so we were kind of keeping that in mind as we, um, create these events or just like how we orient ourselves in the industry. Um, and then we also have like some of our keynote speakers are, we have an interior designer, mm-hmm. um, who is Justina Blake, Blakeney from Jungalo and her work is all over like targets and mm-hmm. it's everywhere. And she's like blown up and she's, uh, I, she might still have a really popular blog. Mm-hmm. That's how she started at least I think. And, and I know that people might be like, why is she at a typography conference? But again, <laughs> we just, um, we think it's so fun to like talk to those people in adjacent fields and like, um, you know, she's built this brand that's so consistent with like her true self as an artist and that's Mm -hmm. something that um is really the goal for all of us to find uh something that resonates with other people but also feels so distinctly 
our own and she just does that so well and same with Anna Bond from Rifle Paper Company who we also just announced as one of our keynotes too so that we we're throwing in some un- unexpected ones but um they're definitely very relevant when you when you think yeah. about it I mean at the end of the day anything creative that we're doing really comes from like with like not to get too woo woo but like from within us oh i'm and whether we, that we always are down for woo yeah so central yeah we take <laughs> well, all the woos. like it's very personal and when you put an extension of you out there whether it's in form in the form of letters or illustration or interior design products things like that it's the same process and so we're really excited to hear from her like how she built such a huge like quote I hate the word empire but like I can't think <laughs> of a a huge brand that is in so many touch points and same with Anna Bond and Morgan um how they've done that while keeping their soul and like keeping they're like making artwork that they're proud of that isn't like quote unquote selling out, but that also is like mass produced mm-hmm. and how they pick the right partnerships and how they, you know, f- how they navigate. And so we kind of set the co- the conference up as two tracks so that you could, there some things will be overlapping. So you could pick, I want to learn more about this skill mm. or I want to re- learn about this business side of things. And everyone will get to watch all of it in the end. But we really wanted there to be like an even distribution of, skill building and actual like tangible things you could put into your business or into your full-time day job. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and it's pretty accessible too, when it comes to cost. I mean, like this isn't something that's like, you're gonna, you're not paying $3,000 to go to a, a huge conference, that kind of thing. It's, and I it's would, all online. I would say, yeah. 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 I would yeah. say it's pretty affordable. And I think that's something that's always been really important to Katie and I, because we were like, you know, <laughs> Uh, paycheck to paycheck. We were trying to make ends meet. We, you know, we've been there. We've been at the beginning where you're trying to build a business and every single penny you make goes right back into it. Mm-hmm. And we want it to be accessible. We want all the artists at the same time to get paid well for their time putting into this. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's doing, everyone's working so hard to put together their talk or their kind of demo day event. And it's really important that they get paid for their time. And so, yeah, that is definitely one of our goals to keep things accessible. And we are also doing student scholarships um, mm-hmm. and some of our sponsors will be covering those costs. So that'll be really great too. Yeah, that is super awesome. And I think just hearing you guys talk, I mean, it's so cool because we did have Bodhi on the pod um, a couple months ago. I want to say like six months ago now, but just the way that that through line of like always championing championing the artists and like, like you said, like being the indie type collective. I mean, it's clear as day when all three of you talk about good type. And I love that that has stayed like so true to the center core mission of everything that you're doing. Like, that's just so amazing. Um, it's almost as if you practice what you preach. It's yeah, kind of strange. <laughs> what? Also, yeah. can you please brand the indie collective now? Because that's like, especially when it comes to like the, your, what you're doing, I think that's smart. We could, but I think it'd be better if the Hood Sisters keep keep True. doing our branding. <laughs> they probably, deliver. Yeah, well, they sorry, really have delivered. them do it on your behalf. Yeah. That's probably it was. It was so exciting to be able to um, to hire them because Katie and I are both traditionally trained graphic designers. We both have Bachelor of Fine Art, and when we like talk to Bodhi about doing a rebrand or just like a, a refresh. Katie and I both secretly were thinking of the Hood Sisters, and when we reached out to them, they were so stoked, and it was like. They're amazing. We could do it, but we really know that they would do a better job than That's we could so cool. because they're well, we both removed. independently thought of the Hood Sisters. Mm-hmm. We were kind of like three, two, one. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Did it at the same time? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we said it at the exact – we were in sync. It was crazy. <laughs> it pretty much was like that. I remember. I was like, oh, this is so great that we're, like, that much on the same page. Yeah, it's absolutely. destiny. It's very clear it's destiny for you two to be partners yeah. in these endeavors. It's, it is. It, I, I, for this is the first time we've all been in the same room, and it's quite clear yeah. that you two get along, and it'd be very it hard a for this crazy. to – uh, there would be any tension. It is really crazy. Yesterday I texted Katie and I was like, you know what would suck? And she thought I was going to say something like really mean. And I was like, if we didn't have each other. <laughs> I was like, oh, that turned out so much nicer than it seemed like it was going to. <laughs> but it really like it was, I had a moment, I don't know, having kids at home, like getting ready for school or something. I was like, that would really suck. <laughs> Uh, a lot of she's as, so sweet. Like she's so out. romantic as a partner. She's always like, <laughs> like checking in with me like that. She's like, just so you know, I really appreciate you. She's a words of affirmation, girl. I know. She's it's Apparently. so sweet. That's amazing. I think what a good thing to have in a partner is that like I love and Katie. You're sitting over there like, oh no, she's about to drop a bomb. It's gonna be super negative, and <laughs> and she's bomb. like, I love you, and you're like, oh, oh, worry. thank you. <laughs> I can serve. I can serve the negativity just. Just as well. well we, have our, we keep we, each other in We ride in check. the roller coaster and we're always like, mm-hmm. when one of us is having a rough day, usually the other one can like rally and, and be the voice of, we can get through this. <laughs> have okay. you all, are you all repeat watchers of The Office? Uh, I am not. Oh, oh. <gasps> that's actually really crazy okay, well, that we're both yeah. not. Did, you, did we oh. say it at the same time, Andrea? That was oh. good. <laughs> well, there's this one scene where two of the characters like have this moment where like when one of us is up, the other one is down. And I always think that. I'm like, that's me, <laughs> I love that. It's great well, when we're both up. Yeah, yeah, the rare moment where it happens, but yeah. I totally get it. And like going off of this thread, I think something that we talk about a lot at Closer and Closer because of just the ethos of our company is like, coming together to build something better together than we could on our own. I just butchered that saying, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's so cool to hear about like the dynamic that you two have and kind of what each of you brings to the table. Um, because that's often like so necessary in business, right? Especially in freelance where it's like, you're doing everything yourself typically. Um, so could you guys just talk about like what that, like if there's any doors that you saw opened up once you guys started working together that maybe you don't think you would have been able to do on your own or like any skills that you really appreciate in the other. I basically just want you guys to like shout each other out real quick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no partnering up, up was like the best thing I've ever done and it was the right partner too. And that's really mm-hmm. hard to find. So I don't want to like minimize <laughs> I was gonna that. Say, the goal here is to make the other person cry. I don't know if yeah. you read yeah. that. That's the subtext. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so many paths in my life have like opened up because of doing things together um, or like teaming up with somebody or um, doing a collaborative project. Uh, mm-hmm. Like so many things have happened that wouldn't have happened if I just was trying to go it alone. So, I mean, I have worked with partners before that we weren't the best fit and we didn't have an alignment. Um, so I know how special it is to find that person that you like totally click with. But Alana and I always like, 
are just amazed that we fit as well as we do because it was totally an mm. accident. But like, she's the we always say she's the messy first draft, and I'm like the the closer and the detail person. So, <laughs> so she comes like I always get kind of paralyzed when I'm starting something, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're like I just want to hone in on the details, but she can see the full picture, and oh. she'll do the the dump <laughs> of yeah. all the ideas. I'm really good. And I'll come in and clean up her dump. <laughs> That's your know, skill. She she has a great dump. Let me tell you, <laughs> I've never okay. seen a dump like that in my life. Okay, thank you. This I've been doing best. squats. Just kidding. I actually don't do any lower body exercises. Um, <laughs> arms only. So it's funny that Katie says those things because she's actually like considers herself really risk adverse. But Katie has help me get over my limiting beliefs of the things we can do because she's more strategic. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so I always thought of myself as like, I'm really productive and I really like a plan, but Katie is more strategic about the plan. And so it's less like minute by minute and it's more like big picture in that mm-hmm. sense. So while I might be able to see like, okay, let me start the email like this. Let me do this. Let me do this. She can say, what if we did this in three years? And then here's how we work backwards. Mm. And I'm like, I never would have thought of that thing in three years. Mm. Like the conference, I I wouldn't have done that on my own because there's so many moving parts that feel maybe it's limiting beliefs or maybe just discomfort. Mm-hmm. But um, Katie's able to say like, yeah, well, if we if we were able to take these steps, we could do it. And here's the numbers to prove we could do it. Mm. Um, and and I then think by when the time comes- I finish explaining my strategy, she's already sent the email to the first <laughs> <Yes>! person. <laughs> Wait, that is actually accurate. That's <laughs> oh, sure. accurate. Um, because I, and I think a lot of this is being like a mom with very little children at home. Like I'm very fast paced. I have to move. Otherwise nothing will ever get done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also when it comes to like our daily activities, I am more of the um, relationship, like social. Uh, and she, Katie takes more of the strategic, um, analytical and detail-oriented things. And so we kind of fell into these roles. I've got the face for strategy. She's got the face for social. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I feel like that's a compliment to me. Thank you. (laughs) I want to dig in here just a touch because what you guys are describing, I think, especially when it comes to artists or people that are making anything in general, like sometimes I think there's a misnomer or misconception, if you will, around this being its own kind of art form especially when it comes to planning or the business side or how you integrate ideas about in the future. To me, I look at that and it's like, wow, this is just like an artistic endeavor in and of itself. But a lot of people view that as like not art. So could maybe you elaborate on that? Because I think it's super artistic bringing people together. Um, But like, I, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Katie, do you have, I feel like you're sitting on something you want to get out. <laughs> I got a dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. in her forehead. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I th- I totally agree with you and we're there's so many people that um we talk to like students or people in our community and they're just like oh, I'm not qualified to do anything when it comes to business or I don't have a mind for business. And I'm like, wait a second, Mm. (laughs) you're a creative and that's really all that business is. Mm -hmm. Like in the beginning, I was sitting there thinking like, 
the same thing. And I was, I was like, oh, I didn't go to school for this. I don't have any formal training. Like there's ways that people do things and I'm not privy to them. And mm-hmm. they're, but really what I discovered when I like got into it was there, there is nothing to it really other than being creative and solving problems, which is what you do as an artist all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is no one direct path and uh, anything that is, way out of your wheelhouse, like the maybe you freaking hate numbers and accounting and all of that. There's there's definitely ways to outsource that stuff. But the real core of what you need to be good at is being creative and and when it comes to marketing, uh connection, what and a lot of that comes from being passionate about what you do. Mm-hmm. And other people will connect to that in some way or you'll find the people that really appreciate that so it's all skills that you have and that you use as as an artist it's just wrapping your head around that and realizing like oh there is no stamp of approval I need from the business bureau of America Mm -hmm, (laughs) like mm -hmm. I have all the tools right yeah you said that really well I think we have so many students who feel this way. And actually, I wrote a book called Mind Your Business. And this was before Katie and I started working together. And it's the same principle that Katie and I tell people. And Katie brought so much of a new mindset for me to the table. But even when you're trying to come up with like a phrase, you're trying to copyright and you're like, well, I'm an artist. I'm not a copywriter. Like, no, you are a creative individual, whether that like manifests in writing your copy or putting your business together. It's like finding those overlapping spots where your creativity can come to play. And so, yeah, it's really just like honing in on those tools and figuring out what works for you. And one of the other things I wanted to say was that the principles that we just talked about, the way that Katie and I work together, like messy first draft, finishing touches, we have been fortunate to work with some clients together Uh, Like I said, we both are trained graphic designers and hand letters. That's how we got, you know, into the good type world. And when we do art together, which we've done a couple times, I do those really messy first draft (laughs) sketches. And then Katie comes in and refines them. And then like we ask each other for feedback along the way. And if you can find a partner, like just a friend to bounce those ideas off, that's like got a different style than you, but that has the same values and principles in their work. That alone has elevated both of our styles, I think. Mm. And that's been really fun. I know we don't, a lot of people don't know that we are also working artists. So it's been really fun to like work on those behind the scenes a little bit here and there. Incredible. I think uh, I think that's what's missing a lot in some of the conversations, especially when it comes to freelance artists, is this other side that like, hey, this skill that you have is literally applicable in all the arenas that you say that you're not good at. And like, mm-hmm. it is something that it's like anything. Like I, I would say that I'm not the world's best drawer. I know I'm not, but I know that I could get to a certain level with it where it'd be decent enough for me to be able to like communicate an idea. And like, yeah. I obviously could outsource right. that to people that are way skilled to that. But sometimes that's just not an option when it comes to where you're at in your career. Like sometimes you have to figure those things out because there is no dollar to spare. So you've got to be creative in how you solve that problem or else you might not get that next job. And it's also subjective. So like, who is the best drawer? Who's the best lettering artist? I don't know. Like to each their own. There are some artists that I love so much and their work, like to me, I describe it as quirky. And I think that is the most fun work. That's the work I want on my walls. It's very like, it's almost like they are a kid drawing with a crayon. And I, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do that. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know how to be that free and that loose with my drawing and like then also share it. Like mm-hmm. it just comes naturally to them. It's like they're it's just their hand. And I'm like, I want that. But I have that with my lettering. And if I was to practice drawing every day or whatever it is, painting or whatever, I would eventually do that. But it's like the act of actually showing up that really gets you from feeling like oh, I'm not good enough to be doing this to actually like, oh, this is this is maybe enjoyable. Yeah. I think everyone goes through that evolution of like, as a kid, you you see really realistic art and you're like wow that's the pinnacle of awesomeness like i aspire to that and then like you know throughout your career you realize that that stuff's great and like it's great to to learn that way but some of the stuff that resonates most with people like later on down the line is is not the always the realistic perfect like everything in its place it's the things with character or quirk or you know that show a different um side of people uh that that really starts to resonate later on so absolutely it's, it's an interesting evolution <laughs> yeah. do you all remember the um where the wild things are of course mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so it was supposed i i heard about this from becky simpson who i just think she's one of my favorite artists she in her newsletter talked about how he actually intended the book to be where the wild horses are I could really? I could be getting this a little wrong. And he started drawing it and he realized he was not good at drawing horses. <laughs> and so he changed it to wild things. And like if you imagine that book as horses, like I don't really want to read it. I wouldn't have read it. Like I no. want to read right. And so if you just do the things that like are feel good to you and that, you know, if you lean into that kind of childlike ability or even student like, I remember mm. working with college students, that ability to just try things. And put it out there and like test it and move on to something next the next day. I think that is something that we all need to embrace a little bit more. If I was going to summarize everything that you guys are saying, it's a couple of things. It's like you you don't need permission. Like that you can give yourself permission. And you can actually jump off the cliff and the cliff actually isn't a cliff. It's just another step. Mm-hmm. Like, like that. Beautiful. Like I think so that, that energy is like vital. And, and I think like the cool thing is like, Everyone is capable of doing those things, but I think we all we get so in our own heads around these that we it's really hard to see past whatever that problem is. But unless it's like your specific skill set, you're like, oh, I can't get around this problem. When in reality, all you got to do is just like peek your head around a little bit, like, oh, I just got to take a step. <laughs> Hello. Oh, it's not that hard. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. There's a quote that I love that's like, your uh, world will expand or contract according to your courage. Mm. and Aniasnin, I think. Um, and I love that sentiment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it's not like Alana and I are, ever feel like confident fully in anything that we're doing. I mean, we, we like as we do more and see that we don't like die, um, <laughs> we're like, okay, well, we have a little bit more uh, confidence that we're – we can do things like this, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but we never have assurance and we're always scared and we always are sitting by the computer when we launch and being like, is, does everybody hate us? Like, yeah. <laughs> is this going out into nowhere? Like, right. we have all those feelings, but we do it anyway. And right. I, and those are the things that push us forward. And so I definitely recommend thinking of that that quote and and reminding yourself to 
try to be courageous and do the things that that feel uncomfortable because that's where you grow. My goodness, what this you couldn't give better advice to a fellow artists out there. Like this is it right here. Uh, but like I, I do. I think there's. Oh, go, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was no, gonna, I was going to have Andrea ask another question that's in this okay. vein. Okay, well, I was going to just add one more thing that I think really is a good. I can't even say. It's a good piece of advice, and I think it's just to make butt jokes whenever you can. Love it because. <laughs> butt jokes katie could yeah okay just like like katie always makes me laugh and it it's so much more fun when katie like randomly will like send me a butt meme or like she hasn't actually done that but like when i'll say like what's up and she'll be like i didn't know that there were butt memes is that a thing (laughs) that was a joke that was a joke that was a joke that was a joke but like i'll be like what's up and she'll be like butts you know, and I'll be like, oh, my God, this is like, it's so fun to like have, mm. you know, things can get real serious. You could gotcha. spend a lot of money on your business. You could like be really worried about things. But at the end of the day, if you're not like laughing and having a good time with it, like if oh. it's not fun anymore, I feel like, ugh, why, like, why? Like we could work a full time job and have a ton of fun. But, mm-hmm. you know, outside of this, but we're having a lot of fun doing this. And I think the with the butt jokes, it's just like, make sure you're like laughing, make sure you're having fun, make sure it's not so serious all the time. Um, Does that mean you're an artist still serious. if you don't take it too seriously? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm poking yeah. fun a little bit. I'm poking yeah. fun a little bit. Yeah, we're having fun. Good. No. And we're also cutting off our ears too. So, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. A little bit. Like a every bit. good artist does. Right. Right. <laughs> it's a balancing act, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was one bit. ear. It's a little light on one side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a literal. <laughs> This Sorry, is great. Say. All right, Andre, you got a question that's in this vein as well. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say in this vein of like, you know, you guys are giving great advice and I think we need more of this. So I wanted to say each of you, what is like a piece of advice, three pieces of advice, whatever it may be that you think creatives who are struggling with either like the business side of freelance need to hear. And this could be something that you learned when you were uh, freelancing and like in your creative pursuits, or if this is something that you've learned since taking over good type, just like meeting with artists. Um, cause I know you, you guys, I mean, come into contact with a lot of artists, but like, what is something that you just feel like, whether it's a tool or like just a piece of advice that you feel like they need to hear? Yeah, we've kind of touched on a few of the things that I would, you know, the, a few of the main pieces that I would say, but also, um, I think surround yourself with people who are also building businesses and who mm-hmm. are where you are, but then on the other side of that, make sure that you have people in your life who are on a totally different journey because totally. it's really important to have influences of people that you totally understand and then just influences that are opening your mind to totally different ways of thinking. I think that's a, a balance that we all need to have and and having too much of one or the other can um, kind of close us off a little bit. Something that can yeah, like closer, contextualize closer yourself, like something that's actually like hit ground in you a little bit with, because if you're just in one vein, like you f- can feel like that's the totality of everybody's experience, but you really need someone that's has a, a normal quote unquote, <laughs> quote unquote job um, to 100%. balance you. Okay, cool, cool. I think we have, we all kind of have those people in our lives. Like if you think about it, when you're trying to cook something, like you probably have someone who you go to who like always has the best recipes, or if you're trying mm. to like style and outfit you have someone you go to like the same thing kind of goes for life and for business is like 
have people that you go to for these specific things and then have people that you just enjoy their company or something like that, um, just mm-hmm. to balance it all out. And I think on that note, the other thing that we would suggest is to like genuinely ask for help, uh, especially with the things that aren't in your zone of genius. And uh, for us, that like immediately looked like getting someone to help with bookkeeping or mm-hmm. social media management or um, like my dad always used to tell me he's like kind of my entrepreneurial mentor do what you do best and hire out the rest. And I think what the big thing is figuring out what you're not good at. So like, if you're a designer, I know you want to get your website up. Like, that's great. But like, it doesn't need to be this custom coded, amazing, mind blowing thing. Like, get the help of Squarespace or whatever, like not sponsored by Squarespace. Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) Um, But like, get, get their help, you know, and that could be financially, like maybe you need to pay for some help, or maybe you get a a planner that works for you, like whatever it is that helps you to do your job better and do the things that you enjoy doing. But I think there is also something when you're just starting to like try and figure out, like understand what you need to hire out. So Mm -hmm. try your bookkeeping by yourself for a month and see like, is this something that I can do for 20 minutes once a month? Mm -hmm. Or is this something I need help with? Because if you just say, oh, I'm going to need a bookkeeper, I'm going to need a a vector, someone who can help me with vector, I'm going to need someone who's going to help me with social media management. Like if you don't know what you're passing off, then you're going to be kind of like stuck trying to figure out how to do it well and how to give Mm -hmm. someone direction. And so um, I remember being in that like sticky part where you're trying to do all of it and you're like, okay, this is actually not going so well, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I still was able to figure out, okay, this is the kind of person I'm going to need to help, or this is the kind of thing I'm going to need to delegate. And I think people hear this and they're like, okay, yeah, I totally see the value in that, but I'm terrified to spend money or invest in that. Or like, I don't think I can. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I, that's why I ended up stretching myself so thin and doing so many things myself for far too long. But now that I'm on the other side and I've like made those investments, I see that they do come back Mm -hmm. um, tenfold normally if you invest in the right thing. Um, so I'm a lot more willing to put money out before I have a guarantee that that I'm going to see it back because I've just gone through that process enough to like kind of trust myself in making those yeah. decisions. Um, but also, like Alana said, it doesn't always have to be financial investments mm-hmm. or there's like other creative ways that you can and do that or like you can make trades with other creatives or other people that you know um there there's like lots of different ways you're you are a creative so leverage that Get in creative. all the ways yeah. yeah i think also when you pay for something you end up working harder because i can't value remember the it. analogy someone yeah you value it more yeah. but when it's for free you kind of like forget about it right. you don't prioritize it but when you pay for something you work you can make a sp- spreadsheet and figure out how much you need to do to get to that breaking point or that break even point. But I think you end up working a lot harder when you realize that like something is at stake. That's not just, you know, you have more responsibility now. Absolutely. I know it's really scary though. This is it. I don't think we could give better advice. I think you guys just nailed it, but I am also curious about one other thing in, in the realm of advice. What's a book uh, two books, actually, a book that you would recommend for like inspiration to like keep going as an artist, and then a book that you recommend on the business side to just like help you get an understanding of what you kind of need. What, what 
from both of you, mm. what would you, be your two book recommendations for people out there that are listening? You know what? I'm actually on a. It doesn't have to be a book. It also be like maybe a video, like a video, like a <laughs> TED talk or Ooh, something. Okay. Know. Okay. Yeah, I got one. Um, but I am on a non-business book binge. I'm just reading like strictly beach reads, and I am thoroughly enjoying it. So I would just say like throw in a throw in a romance novel if you can, or whatever <laughs> sci-fi, whatever you can, because I think I burnt out. I read so many. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a talk. Am I allowed to swear? I think the title has swear words in it. Um, it's by Mike oh my, Minero, I believe is how you pronounce his name. And it's Fuck You, Pay Me. Mm. And I listened to it on repeat um, in the year 2016, 2017, maybe. Uh, and it really got me going. Awesome. <laughs> so Love like that. 10 minute creative mornings talk, I think, or AIGA talk or something. It's, it's pretty great. That's a good one to listen to. Awesome. Uh, there's a lot of talks out there by... Uh, Tina Roth Eisenberg and AKA Swissmas. And she's one of my favorite speakers and just humans in general. Um, she has some really inspirational stuff, especially around like entrepreneurship and hiring and building a team and creating ethos and all of that. Um, as far as a business book, I mentioned it earlier, but I would suggest how I built this or listen mm-hmm. to the podcast, how I built this from Guy Raz. Um, it's all about, uh, different businesses, uh, how they got their start and where they are now and what happened along the way. Um, and it's just like amazing. I love it. Andrea, yeah. do you want to take us to the, the last question? We Somehow an hour has just flown by. I, I could know. absolutely keep talking to both of you for another hour, no problem. But we're going to try and keep this underneath an hour just because for our listeners' sake. But yeah, go ahead, Andrea, go with the last one. Yes. Okay, last question for you all. I do want to ask this one last fun question. We'll oh, make it super yeah. quick, rapid fire. I know that you can't pick favorites. To bring us back to the current friends, the reason why oh, we're yeah. all here. I know you can't pick favorites. I've been dying to ask this question. Um, and we'll take Drew's talk out of the running because, you, you know, uh, that would just be yeah, a that's little unfair. bit too... We, we'd be, we'd be yeah. little brown nosers. <laughs> yeah, a little too bi- biased <laughs> if you said that. But can you each tell us, like, if you could only attend one talk or portion of the event, what would it be and why? Look at them. They're both going to start shaking their heads. No. And it could be <laughs> we actually, something you're bad at. It could be because, like, whatever the reason may be. We tried to figure this out yesterday. We're like, who would you Who would you go to? It's really hard. I have, like, a, a, I have like a top three, maybe. Go, go, for, it. go for it. All right. Uh, Mitch Goldstein. I'm really excited to hear him talk. He's a professor and lifelong learner, I, I just, everything that comes out of his mouth is gold. Um, okay. Also, Allie Kriegsman, who, uh, her company was just acquired and just hearing, I've read her book and we've talked to her before we had her on another event we did. And just hearing her story of like, just working a job she didn't really love and building something on the side to all of a sudden getting acquired and like going through, um, what is it, a combinator? I always... Like Y Combinator? The Y Combinator. And like just the the way she built this was just so interesting. So also really excited to hear from her and how mm-hmm. that's uh, shaped her career. And then every other talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's so yeah. hard to pick. It's yeah. so hard. I'll take I've it. had such a crush on Anna Bond from Rifle oh, God, I mean, duh. for so long. So we were... Pretty much peeing our pants when we got the official yes from Wait, her. 
My mom and sister like legit lost it. Really? So they're cute. fans. They're she artists. She recorded a video fans. of her mom reacting and she was just like, honey, I just, all your dreams are coming true. <laughs> <That's so laughs> my mom and my sister have more rifle and jungle products than I have. They're like hardcore fans. And also one yeah. time I saw Anna Bond at um, the stationary show and I just like gawked. Like she just walked by and You're I was just like, like staring. Like starstruck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very. And her story is so inspiring and like, mm-hmm. oh, man, because she started her rifle paper company out of her garage mm-hmm. with wow. her Just husband. like Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Everything starts exactly. in the garage. Just like Apple. I don't have a garage, so I guess I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, dang. <laughs> That's so I can't be successful. But yeah, um, so she's she's got a really cool story and I, I'm really excited for her and Justina Blake and the I'm a interior design amateur slash fan as well so mm-hmm. uh, i'm i'm gonna be fangirling hard that's awesome I can't mm-hmm. wait. Uh, we're, well, we're really excited and uh real quick before like the final introduction so when it comes to the conference where can everybody go to like uh is what's the website where's the info like what, give us all those details verbally we're going to put it in the show notes too but we want everybody to hear it thecurrentfriends.com is a great place to go um it is a website and it was, <laughs> it was beautifully designed by uh kate of folk founded mm-hmm. and uh she took a squarespace template and made it incredible and mm-hmm. i was just like what are, is this magic that you bestowed upon us um she's one of our sponsors as well so you should definitely you can work with her what little plug for, for Kate there you there. go there you go um, yeah she's amazing yeah. like we did not know this was possible it's it's a really cool website the website's all you need it has you can register there you can see the lineup see the full schedule the schedule's already out and out in public ready to go so yeah we're really excited and we hope we see everybody there Love be it. awesome. Good. I love it so much. And where can they find more of you if they want, you know, to see your stuff outside of current friends? Well, Good Type has also has a website. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> if you've heard, really? heard of a thing called a website, um, it's goodtype.us. Um, somebody was hoarding.com. I hate that. I hate that. Um, <laughs> what are they doing with it? Just sitting on it. Give it back. Um, and we have an Instagram um, that is also good type. And then if you want to follow us on our own, uh, Alana yeah. is Alana Griffo on Instagram. <laughs> is that you? That's me. Alana That's dot, me. Yeah, dot you got Griffo? it. Nope. Nope. No dot. Nope. And I'm Katie made that. Love oh. it. Oh, cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. We're actually, we're also on the, the Tiki Talk. Oh the, yeah, the that's, that's mostly, Alana's thing. Mostly me. I way to go. She's like really a like superstar. I'm proud of you. I really like it. TikTok. I do have shit. a TikTok idea to pitch to you after it's, this. Please do. It is so. It's so fun. <laughs> it is also a major time suck. Oh my goodness! Yes. It is a dangerous thing. Don't, battery, don't look at it. It just it, if you look at it past battery, nine o'clock, like, you're screwed. <laughs> uh, my phone battery just like doesn't last. Nope. Oh, God, it's so bad. It's so bad. But it is really fun. And also, I've learned a lot. I've really – I'm a better cleaner. <laughs> I'm, I have better InDesign skills. 
I've learned about parenting. You're already really I've good at InDesign. Books. She's really good, guys. I am good at InDesign. I do like InDesign. Anyway, so, you know, there you go. <laughs> go check her out on TikTok. Well, well th- like, follow, subscribe. Yeah. Thank you both so much for being <laughs> here and that sub. Sorry. <laughs> talking to us and actually sharing all these things. Thanks for making us all say conference, uh, even though that's really hard to say. Uh, but I, well, we're both looking forward to the, the conference coming up in November. Um, and we're excited that Drew's going to be one of the speakers as well. And we just really appreciate your guys' time and sharing your perspective. I think a lot of people that listen to this podcast are really going to be able to take some value from it. So. Yeah, I, we just want to say thank you so much for joining this podcast, and we're really happy that you're here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to us, Dab. <laughs> <laughs> Always a pleasure. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Closer and Closer podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to get the latest episodes. To find out more about how Closer and Closer connects commercial artists with their dream clients, strengthens their careers, and more, head over to our website, www.closerandcloser.co, or sign up for our weekly newsletter, The Dose.